Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Everyday Growth Podcast with your host, me, Anthony J. Guys, here we search out for individuals who've had growth in one way or another during their lifetime. Thank you for tuning back into the show, guys. Today I have on a very special guest, a good friend of mine and fellow nutrition coach. Like always, her name is Allie Parkerson of Parkside Nutrition. Guys, we talk everything, and I mean everything, fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, what's going on with the COVID-19 lockdown and what you guys should be doing during this time and how you can use this time to actually get better within the next month. We know we're going to be locked down here for another couple of weeks. Dig deep, guys, but this is not a time to sit around wallowing self-pity. This is a time to get up, move forward, and become a percent better every single day. We go over a bunch of tips and tricks and her favorite tips and tricks, actually, on what we can do at this time right now and what she is actually doing for herself. In full transparency, she comes out and says a lot of things that I had no idea that was going to be said. And I love it. I love when guests come on and just totally lay everything on the line. Don't hold, don't hold out, hold back on anything. Doesn't hide anything from the community. Just to show you that you guys, you know, we are just humans. We're humans ourselves. Us coaches are not perfect. No one is perfect. No one is perfect, but you know what? Damn it. We've done it. We've done it. And that's why we're so, so ready to show every single person that they can do it too. So it's always good to get a coach that's been through it. Unlike someone uh, that you're going to go get coaching from or mentored from that has no fucking clue what's going on. Allie is definitely not that chick. She's definitely not that coach. She's been there. She's done that. She's been through tough times. She's had her adversities and definitely has crushed them. Guys, but we definitely, definitely turned the corner and talked about the elephant in the room and that being poop. And when I mean poop, I mean shit. When I mean shit, I mean movements, bowel movements. You guys, we dig deep into why this really can be hurting your nutrition and how it can be holding you back from your goals and what it means to actually feel the way you feel and how cycling through different carbs, fats, proteins, keeping the greens coming in and cycling through different fruits and vegetables. You guys, these are things that need to be done. We talk everything elimination diet to um, what can actually be causing stress on your gut inflammation, you name it, we go over it. And guys, we dig really deep on just what it really does mean to be coached by someone at this time when we kind of do feel a little lost and we really don't know what's going on and trying to keep our head from from staying on our shoulders and not spinning out of control, as we like to say. And guys, she definitely lays down and gives some great points and tidbits that we can all adhere to. Shit, I learned a lot of things from this girl today. And this is my very first time actually talking more than five minutes with Allie. Um, she's been a, a friend of my nutrition coach for almost a year now. And we finally got this podcast under wraps. It's been over a month trying to put it together. I know we have some really hectic schedules. You know what? We have some time right now. So why not record as many podcasts as we possibly can and get as much education, information, whether that be nutrition, fitness, or lifestyle, or mindset, out to you guys. So guys, listen all the way to the end. I know it's tough times right now, and a lot of us are counting pennies, but if you ever, ever, ever wanted to get coaching done by anybody, Allie drops a huge, huge discount for all of you guys, and she's just really giving away so, she's damn near giving away her nutrition coaching for free with what she does with the gift that she gives this wonderful, wonderful community. So guys, Allie Parkerson of Parkside Nutrition, please go give her a follow and everything that she does. Uh, she is just amazing and a beautiful person to talk to. The podcast, once again, the podcast is brought to you by Ambition Threads Company. You guys, this company, uh, if you go back a couple episodes, I talked to the owner of Ambition Threads. His name is Tyler Gentry out of Tennessee. He has a great motiv motivating lifestyle brand. 
He brings a clean, luxurious style to the mainstream with quality apparel, headwear, and accessories. It's all influenced by action, sports, fitness. And he talks about the triangle, which he does believe that hard work, faith, and persistence gets you to achieve any goal and level of success in your life. Guys, he has gifted the community a 20% off code. All you have to do is go to his Ambition Threads company website, type in every day at checkout, you get 20% off. That is forever for whenever you hear about this. So I always like to say that in the beginning of the podcast, it is brought to him and you guys go take advantage of this. It's great inside and outside of the gym wear and you guys would love it. So you guys, once again, thank you for tuning into an amazing episode of the Everyday Growth Podcast. And without further ado, Allie Parkerson. What is going on, community? Welcome back to another amazing, amazing episode of the, of the Everyday Growth Podcast. Today, I am joined by a fellow health and wellness coach, nutrition coach, fanatic of fitness, my good friend, Allie Parkerson. Allie, what is going on, girlfriend? How are you doing? Not a lot. I'm doing well. How are you? Dude, making it through like we were talking before we came on air really quick. Like, we're doing it. We're doing it one day at a time, man. How are you doing with this whole lockdown quarantine thing? Pretty good. I'm really grateful that I can work from home and I love my work. So I feel I can easily fill my days um, with that stuff. Actually, yesterday was probably the first day of kind of fully taken off. Didn't even plan to do that, but just got doing other stuff. And I mean, actually getting ready for this call is like, my computer's not working. I turned it off yesterday. I didn't even, I usually don't even do that. So well, took look a full at day that. off, but definitely ready to kind of dive back in into it today. Have you been doing anything different since this all started? Like, have you actually taken time to rest and relax a little bit with, with the doggo and the horses and everything you guys got going on? Are you really trying to take a step back and just kind of take a big breather while this happens? Or are you kind of that other side of the coin where you are frantically cleaning your shower with a toothbrush? You know, I, I feel like there's only two people right yeah. now in the world yeah. and it's like, oh, this is a great relaxation day. And other people are like, I don't know what to do. I'm going to, I'm going to paint the walls, you know? I know. Yeah. Um, I think I go through phases of that. Like the very first weekend where we were really supposed to like stay inside and do stuff, I cleaned everything. Um, and I was like, my apartment looks great. This is awesome. <laughs> so much done. And so now I've done that. So everything's fairly organized. Um, and now, I mean, yesterday was a relaxing day. I've do been doing a lot of walking. Um, and which I think I've been doing this with clients too. I'm like, let's just move. Like, you know, stress, like it seems kind of really intimidating to like, oh my gosh, I have to keep working out. I can't lose all the gains or whatever it is. And it's like, let's just move. And, you know, life's a little bit stressful enough. Um, if you can't get up the motivation to work out at home, because you know, I'm, I'm a CrossFitter. I love, I thrive off of that class environment. So the idea of doing like home workouts with like body weight on a yoga mat, just like does not excite me. Um, but luckily in Oregon, we've had pretty good weather. So getting out with the dog and going for really long walks, learning to love running, which as a CrossFitter, I always told myself I didn't like it. Whereas even before that in college, though, I would run five miles and that was fine. And I would like actually enjoy it. So just trying to change my mindset to, I am good at running. I like running. Let's go for a run. Um, even if I don't run, I get outside, walk some, do intervals, something like that. So um, kind of taking that up. Um, so yeah, trying to implement some new habits. That's awesome. I'm glad that you're doing that and actually showing people that you are doing it. Cause I see, I get motivated by you too. Cause I see you, we were just talking before we went on the air. It was like, you rented a bunch of equipment from your CrossFit gym, which is totally awesome. And there's a yeah. ton of gyms that have done that. And like, Hey, we're just going to check out some stuff and bring it on back and we're ready to go. But I, I, like I said, I get motivated from that too, because I look at you doing, it, I'm like, damn, I could be doing something too. Whether you have weights or not, a barbell or not, like it is very easy to drop down and do, you know, 30, 20, 10 of anything. And it's like, I think we kind of throw that or we take that for granted, man. Like I really do take the granted because I have a lot of people that are like, 
oh, the gyms aren't open. What am I going to do? I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's slow your roll here. If that is your mindset and the gym is closed, you don't know what to do, then you need to get outside more and you need to use this as getting your ass outside a little bit more. So are you pushing your clients right now to really get their knee up and really try to get outside and like smell the roses? Because this is a time to do it. I mean, whether you have to cross the street when you see somebody outside or not, it's like, you could still go for a walk. It's okay. You shouldn't, you shouldn't be a shut in. Cause I know how stuffy it gets in the house and someone like you and I who move all the time, I think, dude, like we need to get outside and smell the roses, you know? Absolutely. Um, yeah, I think we went kind of through a progression. Like the first week we're like, okay, this is kind of stressful. Get out and walk, get out and move. Um, now it's like, okay, you need to be getting your workouts in. Like you need to be finding a solution. Like we said before, like creating routine, like everything's up in the air, but this is your chance to kind of start from ground zero. Like what's your new routine going to be? And if you know, you're someone who likes working out in the morning, but usually has to work out five 30 because of your job. Well, guess what? You could probably do that in the morning now, or you don't have your commute. So you can really make your lifestyle maybe like optimize it a little bit more. Um, so working on stuff like that. And yeah, we really lucked out with our gym, just like giving us any and all equipment we could want it. They're actually taking this time to kind of demo and um, remodel some stuff. So it's like, let's everybody do that. So yeah, we got any as, you know, as much equipment as we wanted to kind of keep going. And um, I was just talking about this with our, with our gym community um, and posting that, you know, even what time, even if people don't feel comfortable posting their workouts as far as like the members and stuff, like just throw out like, Hey, I'm working out at 10 a.m. And my friend did that on the Insta or on our Facebook group. And I was like, oh, it's like 930. Kim's working out. Mm -hmm. And I was going to do my workout later. And I was like, nope, I got to do it. And I started working out at 1030 because I was like, I know Kim's working out and she's going to, you know, just kill it. So I need to get started right now too. And just, yeah, like having that accountability, we'll throw out little challenges because it's hard. The hardest part is getting started. So like in my Facebook group, my like 150 reps of anything you want to do. That could be like jumping rope and like one squat or something like that. Anything you want to do. And that's been like a super easy warm up and like kind of segue into actually moving um, for people to, you know, kind of just get started. It's the hardest part. Yeah, I love that too. Because it's like, if you can't get, let's just say 20 perfect strict pushups right now in, in, in perfect form, there's no reason why you can't do that in the next 30 days. I mean, we're going to, we're going to have another couple of weeks of this. Maybe we're going to have another month of this. There's no reason why you can't work on your core work. You know, your street, your handstand, your handstand holds. I mean, all these yeah. things that are really, really, really hard that you think you're like, I'm never going to be able to do that. Now's yeah. a pretty damn good time to work on some really yeah. things, things that you suck at. I mean, if I had like a pull-up bar, I'd be doing strict pull-ups because I just suck at strict pulse. We're so used to doing everything under the sun. Like, Oh, at the, I'm so strong at that. I'm so strong at that. It's like, well, let's, let's focus now on the weaknesses. And yeah. let me tell you what, try to bang out one, two, 300 pushups, sit-ups or lunges every day this week. Let me know how that goes for you. Cause I guarantee yeah. you're going to be burning. I know the, the, some of my clients who I'm programming for right now, it's all outside walking, running, jogging, sprint intervals, and all body weight stuff. And they are destroyed. And I'm like, Oh, look at that. You needed, you needed a step outside of the gym. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's like, you don't need a bunch of equipment. I'm one of those pushups are really hard. Um, I get super grateful because I thought, pull, I love pull-ups and those I feel like are the fastest to go and they feel, they feel like the worst coming back. Um, so I managed to get like some muscle up rings, but you can get, yeah, like the doorway pull-up bars or something like that, just so you don't completely lose them. Um, but yeah, absolutely. I used to be able to do strict muscle ups fairly well. And I think I kind of lost them. And so I'm really glad that I got some muscle up rings back and we got some bands and stuff. So I think that's going to be one of my 30 day, whatever Corona, Corona challenge. Hey, there <laughs> you go. That stuff. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think, I think uh, Josh, who is a fellow uh, nutrition coach of ours as well, guys, if you don't know him, go back and listen to the Everyday Growth Podcast. We just did a four-part mini-series. But Josh came up with the saying, and it was on the fly as we were talking. He said, like, don't gain the COVID-19. And we both started laughing hysterically on the mm-hmm. podcast because I'm like, that is so, so perfect. Like, yeah. seriously, like, you could really do some damage in a negative way right now. If you sit around and you just Netflix and chill for the next month, there are some bad things that are about to happen yeah, to you. Yeah, 1415 has been going around here. Yeah, just it's it's nuts. And I it was weird because it's interesting to see society's influence, even when you're not around people, because we were talking like this before, like you hear about everybody just like, just binging on Netflix. And like last night, I, you know, just kind of like, you know, done other stuff most of the day. And I was like, I feel like I felt this pressure haven't seen anybody in a while to watch tv because everybody's talking about like the shows that are going on so i was like okay maybe i'll relax watched a little bit of like han solo while i was working outside and then i was like you know what i've done enough working out today like i'll just chill inside and i watched um actually a pretty good show but i just didn't like the fact that i sat and watched tv for like four or five hours just mentally it does not put me in a very good spot and i just thought it was so interesting like i felt like I should watch TV because that's what everybody else is doing even though I know because I that's the first time I watched TV since all of this like lockdown and COVID stuff and I was doing really well mentally until probably last night when I just sat there and watched TV for hours like it just mentally does not just doesn't align with where I want to be or just make me feel that good um it's kind of crazy how the how much influence you get even from not like seeing people so yeah, it happens really quick too. I feel like it happens faster in the negative way than it does in a positive way. You know, because we have to work so much harder at the whole positive way and actually getting started, like you said earlier. It takes so much to do that. But once you're on a ball, it's like the snowball go down the hill, right? You gain momentum. I do believe it's the it's the exact same for the negative route too. Like once that negative snowball goes down, you will find <laughs> every excuse in the book to continue to do those negative things. I mean, because like it's so much easier to come up negative because you know the positive way is getting started. It's hard. Keep it going. It's hard. Do it for 30, 60, 90 days. It's really fucking tough. And it's one of those things where we know that's hard. That's why we try to push and and, and keep people accountable and have them adhere to the plans that we give them. We know it's hard. We get it. We're going to be there for you. We're going to push you in the right direction. And I think that's a great thing going back to you posting your group, uh, Facebook group posting, all the coaches and clients that you have, keeping us accountable, keeping everybody accountable, especially myself too, as a nutrition coach, you're keeping me accountable. And I think it's amazing that we can keep pushing that positivity forward. And you know what, everyone who's dogging on people that are doing workouts at home, but get fucked. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah. Like get out of here. Like it's not for you. If you like can stay hundred percent motivated all the time. One, I don't believe you. Um, and it's, it's just, it humanizes you because it's hard to get motivated sometimes. Like I'm an athletic person. I like working out. I know that. Um, but yeah, sometimes putting on my damn shoes is really hard. And so just like sharing that with people, it's like, yeah, it sucks. might not be like the best workout or I might not push myself. I wanted to quit so bad, like during my workout yesterday, but I was like, just don't stop. I even like, I went to go change the weight to like move it down 10 pounds. I was like, just don't like you have a couple minutes left, like just suck it up, (laughs) just go. Um, But everybody struggles with that. And especially with with nutrition, I was talking with some other uh, really successful nutrition coaches and they're like, anybody else feel like they want to eat the fridge like all day long? And I was like, yeah. And I know our clients are feeling like that. And I know I feel like that. And I, I track my food most days, but I'm not, I don't have like super strict goals or anything. And sometimes I just do it like, just as an observation. 
and I can just like, I like blow through food. I was like, wow, like I felt legitimately hungry for every meal and snack that was, but I ate so much. And it's just interesting. And I think it's really good to be transparent about that stuff because everybody's going through that. Yeah. And at the end of the day, like you said, we are all human and everyone's going through that right now because it's so easy. Like usually during the day when we miss out meals, because we are too busy, we totally forget. We don't set timers where we don't have the food next to us. We make bad food decisions, you know, like quote unquote bad food decisions, but it's like, we're home. Yeah. We went shopping. We know there's food here. We can stop any time to eat. And it was, it's really easy for me too. like, when I went shopping at Costco, blew a ton of money because I just wanted to get a bunch of stuff in the house. I didn't have to go out again for a week, freeze some stuff, do whatever. I bought a couple snacks, okay? I bought some Chicago-style popcorn because that's my jam. Yeah. But here's the yeah. thing. Every time I'm like sitting and watch, taking this, I want to have some. Every time I'm sitting and watching TV, I'm like, oh, just have a small bowl. Oh, just have a small bowl. Uh, that's all going to add up yeah. real quick, you know? So <laughs> without going too far down the rabbit hole, what we should be doing, we're going to pause right here. We're going to get back to that. But Allie, I know a little bit about your story, not a whole lot of how you got into the space. And guys, uh, she is a super, super, super smart coach. And I love what she puts out there with all the gut health and everything you do for, the, uh, for women and everything that they're going through too. Where did you come into the space? What prompted you to come into the space? And kind of where's your, what's your niche at? Let's tell the people kind of what you're yeah. all about, Allie. Um, so gosh, uh, I knew I wanted to do something medical health wise. Um, went to Western Oregon University and I was a pre-PA major so biology and chemistry and I got to like my fourth year and I liked all that stuff anatomy is really cool but my anatomy professor was like I feel like you're super nerdy about this like nutrition stuff maybe you should look into that instead of you know the PA route I was like that sounds good and so took some time after college worked in a hospital kitchen for a while just kind of trying to watch and see what like the RDs do and stuff and um knew I didn't after that knew I didn't want to work in a hospital um really got into nutrition and chronic disease and like holistic nutrition. So I found a nutritional therapy practitioner's certification just to see, you know, how committed I was uh, or interested I was in nutrition. And I loved it. Wasn't rigorous enough for what I was looking for, especially right after finishing college. So eventually found um, a master's in human nutrition and functional medicine. And that was um, just an awesome, awesome program. I loved it. Um, And then, yeah, just kind of got more into like the holistic side of things, um, chronic disease prevention. Um, my dad, uh, battled, uh, prostate cancer for 14 years. And I saw just like the lack of support as far as like lifestyle medicine, it was all medication and like, um, eventually chemotherapy. That was kind of the last, um, last option for him. And his, like, I went to his appointments and his doctors and I was like, what can we do at home? to help this like you're doing all the things like in the clinic and medications and radiation all this kind of stuff sorry to to cut you off but where were where were you at when this was going on like where were you at Uh, or in school still or learning or you're like you're like i'm gonna go with and i want to see what this dude's saying like where were you at in your life when this was going on so he passed away in 2015 so this was probably i think i was in college probably like a junior i was just starting to get into nutrition um, I, I got into it really because my sister did a whole 30 challenge at her CrossFit gym. Um, and I was like, oh, fine, I'll try it out with you. Um, I was like, but I was a college athlete playing softball. I was like, wasn't, wasn't really suffering from anything. Um, but I just felt so much better, more energy and just like clarity and stuff. I was like, wow, there's something to this. Um, so this is probably like the latter half of, co- of college. Um, and um, I think, yeah, so I was a junior in college and then coming home for summers and breaks and stuff. And think going to his appointments and his doctor was just like, you know, 
nutrition doesn't really matter. It might help 5% and there's really no point in depriving yourself from, you know, donuts and things you really enjoy. And so once the doctor said that, cause you trusted him implicitly as, as you do in that situation. Right. Um, I was just like, I, I was crushed. Like I couldn't, after that, like I couldn't say anything, um, to, to help with that kind of stuff. So I was just like, this is such crap. And so I just thought there was a lot more that you can do on the front end. And granted, you know, you get to a certain point point, you're like, yeah, have some ice cream. Like it doesn't, you know, enjoy, enjoy what you have left. But, um, you know, 20, 30 years before that, like you, you have so much power to influence where you're going to end up. Um, so that's where I really got, um, more interested in teaching people how to live really well. So they didn't end up in the hospital, you know, having milkshakes delivered or prescribed to them because they have cachexia and they won't eat. Um, they're losing all this weight. So, um, that's what kind of like really set my fire to like really go into the nutrition stuff. I was always tempted. I'm still always tempted to go back and back to school. Um, cause you never feel like you learn enough or you know enough, but, um, I know there's a lot of people that you can help on the front end of things for sure. Yeah, Allie, first and foremost, I'm uh, really sorry to hear that about your father. I've, I've lost a lot of loved ones as well to, to that big C word. And uh, yeah, it sucks, man. Um, so with that being said, um, did that push you into a better wanting knowledge, like a bigger, a better want to go into nutrition now? And you're like, I'm going to fix this space. And that kind of what you do now, is that full time for you now? Or Yeah, um, nutrition is now full time. I also work a little bit, a couple hours a week for a naturopathic doctor, um, in town. Um, which is good. I still like, um, the private clients just cause they're a little bit more invested. Um, but yeah, I really like working with people on, um, building those lifestyle habits from the get go, especially with digestion. I feel like people just assume random symptoms are just normal, um, because it's, it's their normal, uh, might be common, but it's, it's, you know, those are signs of dysfunction. So that's really fun, um, to get people to buy into the health side of things. You get a lot of people just wanting simple weight loss. And I, it, I think it's just a, those are good quality of life things to help people improve on. And then they just, they just get into how good they can possibly feel. And it makes it so much easier to adhere to a really healthy lifestyle. If you genuinely feel really good, not just, you know, if the scale's where you want it. So that's a fun thing for me to focus on, um, as well, um, with a lot of clients and things like, um, like heartburn, um, constipation, um, bloating, things like that, just signs of like dysfunction, dysfunctional digestion. Um, mostly. Yeah, I think that's a great thing that you put out there too. And whoever is going to, or who doesn't and is going to have to just uh, follow you on Instagram, I just want to let you guys know that Ellie likes to talk about poop a lot. And there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of talking about poop on her story. And it's, uh, it actually clears up a lot of questions that we don't talk about. And um, I think you're probably one of the, the few coaches that I follow that, that talks a lot about poop. I think it's a great thing. I think it's a great thing. We can learn a lot from that. I mean, like, like, like you said, everything is happening in your body for a reason. And I think digestion, I think we just look right past that and we try to focus on like what's around us and not really what's actually going on on the inside. Cause there can't be anything wrong with me. Right. I'm perfect. Yeah. It's just fun. It's a fun icebreaker. Um, I like to read <laughs> it. I'm like, so did you poop today? And they're just like, and, <laughs> and now you get to the point where I have like clients that are just like, um, no poop way in this doesn't count or like, super grumpy didn't poop today or whatever it is so now I kind of like build that awareness so they're just like oh I never thought about this so much until I went <laughs> with you I'm like sorry not sorry you're welcome um but yeah it's free feedback um it's yeah it's just such a fun icebreaker and I got to like I, didn't, I definitely didn't set out to like 
you know, I don't know, I can't, I don't know if I can say like specialize in that, but like I'm starting to become known for it. But, um, but I had a patient at, um, the old clinic I used to work at and she had all these like diagnoses and she's just answering my questions like, yep, yep, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's normal. Don't notice anything. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, there, no, there's more to this. And so, cause I would make the mistake of like, Oh, how's your digestion? People are like, fine. And I was like, okay, how many times do you poop every day? And she's right. like, not every day. Like, once every five days or once a week. I'm like, whoa, what? what? And, and she's like, yeah. And she, no one had ever talked to her or asked her about it. So she thought that was just normal. She had four sons. So I don't know how that never came up in conversation, but, um, so we got her started on, you know, working on the diet side of things, um, recommended a couple supplements and she came in the next or a couple days later and she's like, um, I've gone to the bathroom twice every day. I don't really have time for this. Um, <laughs> and she's like, I, I, I'm busy at work. I don't have time for all these bathroom breaks. I'm like, mm, Hey, bad. Like, yeah. <laughs> you, you got to fix what's going on, man. Yeah, There's something crazy. going on. I would feel like you had to like, honestly, like no pun intended. You would have to feel like shit if that was your norm. I know. That's what I said. I'm like, how are you not so grumpy? Like I would be so grumpy all the right, time. Like, right. Just, ugh wouldn't feel good so yeah that's a that's a fun icebreaker for people <laughs> <laughs> I think we always talk about that too when people do like weigh-ins you know like I have my clients uh, that I do have um, that can weigh themselves daily I have them do obviously there's clients that don't need to be around the scale we get that and but like the clients like oh it's so crazy like I weighed myself and I weigh myself later I'm like did you poop and they're like oh yeah and I'm like there yeah. you go they're like no but really it was like four pounds down I'm like dude literally like it could be like one to five pounds down like come on guys it's the same thing with water or you're dehydrated the next day it's all the same right but I just it's funny how we kind of take those paths in our in our coaching and like hey guess what now I know to go to you for poop like that's just <laughs> just to put it out there like you guys have any digestion problems Allie is your coach Allie is your girl because I mean I know digestion but not like this girl and I, I think I love that I always love how you put there's a bunch of posts. You could probably go back. There's a ton of them within a one month span. We're always taking that picture with the, you have a poop emoji pillow in the back. Yeah. yeah. I love awesome. how you, I know. Super, morning, super. Like we're going to talk about poop and see those pictures. Yeah. yeah. But that's great. So do you um, mainly lean towards working with women over, over men or how, how does that kind of come up? What's kind of like your niche and what, what kind of roads you go down when it comes to clients? Who was your perfect client? Let's start with that. Um, uh, right now I work with a lot of CrossFitters because I'm a right on. CrossFit coach in local gym. Um, and those people have just known me for years. Um, I think I've been at that gym for about seven years. Um, I, I actually asked a client, I was like, why did you start working with me? She's like, well, I saw you go through school and again, you're super nerdy about this stuff. So I can't be helpful. <laughs> and, um, uh, but yeah, it's about 60, 40 split, mostly, mostly women. Um, but a decent amount of, um, of men too. Um, most of them are weight loss. Um, and then we usually end up getting to digestion, um, a roundabout kind of sort of way. Um, but ideal client, yeah, someone who's suffering for like pretty simple stuff that they just don't kind of realize is maybe lifestyle related. Um, things like migraines, uh, reflux, constipation, um, simple things like that. Even like, I know this stuff works, but like, I usually, part of my framework is like, everybody starts with self-awareness, right? And then from there, we go from kind of a pre-diet stage as far as, you know, making sure food quality is really high. Maybe we'll do a short um, elimination diet if they are dealing with any digestive things or even just 
even if they're up for it and like, hey, let's take out one food group and test and see if you feel better. Because so many people are like, oh, I handled dairy fine. I'm like, well, have you ever taken it out? And they're like, well, no. Right. And so, I was like, okay, well, maybe we'll take something out because I'll have like a couple lingering little um, symptoms or something like that. It's like, let's just see if we can make this better, if you can feel better. Um, so we'll start with that. Um, then we'll kind of bring the education piece. So like telling people how optim or, you know, how good digestion or what that actually looks like. And they're like, oh, that sounds better than you know, what I'm experiencing now. And then, you know, creating a plan off of that. Um, and then, you know, eventually if weight loss is their goal, we'll build that into the plan obviously as well, but, um, kind of creating that foundation of health. So they actually feel better and they'll stick to it. Um, so if they do start to kind of slip and slide, they're like, okay, I feel crappy or what, what habit have I not been working on lately or something like that. So, um, yeah, it's kind of how we, how we start with things. Yeah. It's awesome too. Cause like, I think everyone should go through an elimination diet. Like, I don't know, one, two times, three times every other month, or at least just evaluate what the hell you're eating every single day. Cause you and I both know that in the community, if you don't know, like you need to be switching up your foods all the time, mixing in a lot of different foods. You shouldn't be eating the same thing as easy as it is. Like I'm definitely a creature of habit. Like I love eating the same thing all the time. I know it's there. It's already made. I know the, I know the macros on it. I know I can have, you know, X amount of meals a day at a chicken or at the ground turkey with my rice. I know what it's going to be and I'm not going to go over and I'm not going to be under. I'm going to be a maintenance, whatever, whatever I may be doing. But once I start getting off that, I'm like, oh, it kind of gets frustrating. Oh, I got to measure this again. I don't know what the weight of this is. But it's super, 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 super important to be cycling through, you know, fruits and veggies and especially carb sources. I've seen, and you've probably seen too, seeing that this is your specialty. Like when you try to start losing weight, whether it's yourself or a client, like you start to pick up on things real quick. Like either A, I feel like shit. B, you're not losing weight. But it's like, what are you eating? Like, let's take a, let's take a really good in-depth look at what you're eating. When's the last time you took out this? When's the last time you took out that? And you're like, I, I haven't. Let, okay, let's start there. And let's get some feedback before we go any farther down the I can't lose weight rabbit hole. How do you feel? Give me the feedback on that. Do you, so what, what you're saying is you kind of do lean towards that, right? Like it all starts from somewhere, right? Because that could really put like a, a screeching halt, I would think on people's fat, on fat loss, right? Like I'm not losing weight. I'm super bloated and I feel like shit. There's something going on. We got to figure something else out. Okay. Yeah. And that definitely comes from like getting people to track. Like everybody seems, not everybody, but um, they just seem so resistant to it. And it's like, I, you know, don't want to make you obsessive, but this just, this tool, this one habit alone that you can implement as much or as little as you want down the road just gives us so much information. And so I use um, the chronometer app to track um, simply because uh, I used it in grad school and it has a lot of um, nutrition information as far as like the micro um, nutrients as well. So that's another buy-in for people. They can fill up their little circles and make sure that they're getting enough of all the vitamins and minerals that they need, not just like macros. Um, and so that's a really cool tool. They can add notes, they can take pictures. It kind of tracks most things that we're looking for. What, was that? what was that again? Can you go over that again? Chronometer. Chronometer app. So C-R-O-N-O meter. Um, and that way we can get people to kind of shift their focus. I really try to have people like put in notes. You can track your blood sugar in it, you can track your blood pressure, a bunch of like biometrics um, as well. And blood sugar is a big one too. That's, you know, just another way that you can shift people's focus away from weight and truly towards like optimizing um, their lifestyle. Cause that's when we can start to notice like, okay, yeah, you've been having these foods like all the time. And, you know, it can be also like, you know, you can kind of get addicted to foods that you're having a reaction to. Like your body has a reaction, produces histamine, and you kind of get, you get a high off of that sometimes. And so you keep including that food 
that you're, you know, potentially having a reaction to. And yeah, like, like doing an elimination diet. And I think that's just good just to kind of check your relationship with that food. You're like, am I super reliant on that? Because right. you pull one food out and you kind of become reliant on another one. I know I did that with um, the first like Whole 30s I did. Um, you know, Lara bars are great. Like they're all whole foods. They just turned into another candy bar for me, like dates. Uh-huh those super sweet stuff. Like it was just a candy bar in a different form. And so just checking in and making sure that like, um, you know, you kind of have a, a, you know, just checking in with that relationship of food or that you're not becoming over-reliant on certain food groups. And yeah, like rotating foods a hundred percent. Cause then you're going to get a different profile of nutrients compared to just like, if you're on the same chicken and rice all, all day, and that's not going to stream to like long-term adherence or health. Cause we need other nutrition from other food. Yeah, I love that mindset around that too, because it's like when you start becoming dependent on that, on that one thing you eat all the time, it's almost like a go-to, right? Like, yeah. oh, I feel like shit, I'm gonna go grab that lower bar. Oh, I feel like I'm gonna go grab that Snickers bar, you know? And it's like, it's a go-to and now, now we're talking emotional eating, right? Now that just leads right into emotional eating. And yeah. I think that's a big thing too. And you know, shit, I've done that. I've done that for a longer period of time. You know, well, yeah, it happens all the time. And it's like, it's okay. It does happen. But that's why we need to kind of check ourselves and kind of go through that elimination diet because, and not to mention, it's like, eating different, eating different colors and different foods is fun. Okay. It's fun. It's enjoyable. I know, right. It's fun (laughs) to put things together. And it's like, you keep grabbing that one thing. It's almost like you don't know if, if you are kind of feeling like crap and you don't know why you're feeling like crap and you're emotionally eating that same thing. It's almost like you're telling yourself like, Oh, it it can't possibly be this, right? Like you don't want to admit to yourself. That's the actual thing that could be causing you to feel like shit and have your digestion go down the tubes. You know what I'm saying? Another, no, no pun intended on that one either. <laughs> yeah, this is perfect. Lots of poop jokes, guys. Lots of poop jokes. You can do it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I love it. Love it. But uh, where, so what's the, uh, what's the big goal now? Switching gears a little bit. I like to talk kind of about like what's going on with you and all your clients with this, this whole lockdown thing going on. Like, what are some things that people can be doing? Cause I believe right now community, you know, this is the hot topic on my podcast and a lot of people's podcasts going forward because it's very, very, very important. So we can get locked in during this lockdown on not doing a damn thing that's good for you. And I think this is a very good time for, for us coaches to coach once, once again. I mean, this is why I have Allie on. I've been trying to get her on for a while now and it's just, it's, it hasn't been happening. I'm like, dude, we need to do this like ASAP because we have time. We have time to do it. So let's get on it. Um, so yeah, what's, let's go over some stuff. Let's coach the community on what, what's going on right now and like I want a good perspective on like your perspective on what we should be doing. Cause they heard enough of Josh. I heard enough of me. And it's like, what could we really be doing? What are some big things, big takeaways that you can just drop right now on people are like, let's do this and not that. Um, I think mindset has to be um, a big part of it because I think people, a lot of people know healthy habits to do. Um, but I think this is your time to kind of re- assess where you are mentally because we're isolated um, you know, you can kind of, all the crutches kind of fall away right? Um, and see kind of where you need to do the most work. I think a lot of people, myself included, use our CrossFit or our gym membership as kind of an outlet and that's, you know, changed a little bit. So it's like, okay, where are you really not happy with your life? Are you, is it social, social interactions? Are you really not happy with your job? You know, how does your lifestyle look now? Are you happy with it? What can you change about it? Um, so it kind of just like takes all those crutches away and see, it shows you where you need to do some work. Um, but just creating that, you know, that new routine, this is such a perfect opportunity to reset, you know, have a almost completely blank slate. Um, you know, where do you need to do the work? 
and create that structure where your triggers like we talked about emotional um emotional eating and i have a history of a little bit of disordered eating and that definitely when my environment changes when my schedule mm. changes like that stuff comes back up and i know that um but it still makes me you know just have to be aware of new triggers or situations of like is this going to put me mentally in a good space or can i you know uh, adjust my schedule so like i said like i don't really like um watching hours and hours of netflix because you like you said you associate watching netflix with eating and so whether your shows like you know you start watching tv and eating and so like the eating kind of like follows along so if you're, you're eating for like an hour right or over an hour yeah yeah doing that type of stuff and so because that's such a strong association um so for me i try to like have dinner um and then i hit the hot water to boil so i can have tea right after i'm done and then tea kind of like switches my routine to bedtime mode or at least dinner's done kitchen's closed that type of thing so having that as a new positive trigger rather than like, oh, I'm watching TV. So I need to eat for the entire time watching whatever kind of episode. Um, but just being aware of that and changing my schedule. And cause I know that I should not put myself in that situation. Cause that's what's likely to happen or that's what I would do in the past. So like um, you and Josh talked about like going for a walk after dinner, like changing that routine and putting yourself, forcing yourself into that positive um, space to, you know, get around those negative habits and create some positive ones that hopefully you can take forward after this, you know, COVID business. So, yeah, I love the fact that you said mindset first, because obviously, you know, I love everything, everything mindset, you know, so I, I feel like you played into that a little bit, but no, it was a biased answer. It was a biased answer. <laughs> but you said something that was really cool. Um, kind of taking your, you know, taking the clients and the athletes out of the CrossFit gym and uh, whether that be the CrossFit gym or any, any gym in general or a private gym, whatever it may be, and kind of understanding like what your crutches were, you know, like a lot of things are falling away right now. It's, it's you in your house. It mm -hmm. is you in your house. What's going on? You know, it's a really good time to um, evaluate what's going on. We have some people that are unemployed right now. Some people are sitting in the unemployment line. Some people are laid off. Some people have to work from home and some people are just kind of like, you know, in utero, we don't really know what's really going on. But it's like when those things fall, fall away, you ask yourself these questions like, I think this is really going to bring up a lot of things for people like, was I happy before? Yeah. Am I happy now? Can really you sit with yourself in an empty room and be okay? Yeah. Like think about those things. Are you going to be happy when this is over? Because guess what? If you went into this miserable from your gym, job, coach, the way you, the way you feel, guess what? If you don't change that right now, when this is over, you're going to go right back into those, all those negative things and nothing has changed. And you're right back to square shit. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's, and that's the worst thing to be right. Cause right now we should be making an impact. These are like, this is now a good time to ask yourself those tough, tough, tough questions as much as like self-reflection and how we have, you know, um, say some positive things to yourself every single morning. Like I have with my clients, I'm sure you do the same thing too, but it's like, now's the time. Like if you're happy now, you're, you're probably in a good space. If yeah. you're not, let's work on it. And now yeah. is the, now is the time. Don't you feel like now is the time to start working on these things? hundred percent. And one book that I read recently, and I'm late to the game. It's been bestseller forever, but like, um, atomic habits. Oh yeah. It's just like, I think that's like, honestly, one of the best books I've ever listened to. And I listened to the audio book and he read it and just like, so life changing. I thought like one of the biggest and like takeaways for me was, you know, changing your identity. Like, who do you want to be? Like, this is your chance to redefine that. If you want to be an athletic person, if you want to be a healthy person, ask yourself, would a healthy person do these things? Right. If, you know, 
your answer, if you're, you know, sitting on the couch doing nothing, but, you know, feeling sad and like watching Netflix, it's like, well, is that the person you want to be? Like, what would the person that you want to see yourself or be in the future, six months, you know, a year from now, what would they be doing? What, what would their lifestyle look like? Start modeling after that, do that, change it, like change your identity. Who do you want to be? It's totally within your control. So I, yeah. And so I just think like, this is just a perfect time for people to work on self on self-development, read books, listen to shit that inspires you. Like right. you got time, go for a walk, listen to podcasts. Like, like I said, I was listening to your podcast before we jumped on this and I was like, shit, I want to go for a longer walk. I know all the time. I'm so fired up right now. Hell yeah. So yeah, you just gotta, you gotta, you got the opportunity, you gotta take advantage of it. And I think the whole thing too, I know we talked about before we came on air was like, I, th- I feel like a lot of people are out of the gyms now. They really don't know what to do. And I feel like that can go so many places. Like people are out of work right now and they really don't know what to do. And it's, ask yourself that, like, if you are so into your routine that you have to go to work and you come home and, you know, you eat dinner, have a drink and you go to bed, like if that's your normal routine and you're not happy, like something has to change. And the all or nothing, I always love bringing this up too, because we all like going all in on something is perfect. We talk about this all the time. You know, our, our good, our amazing friend, Jason Phillips talked about this. You need to go all in on things because you're putting skin in the game. And if you want something done, it's the only way to do it. You can't just put your toe in the deep end and think you're going to be a great swimmer or come over that fear of jumping into the deep end. You can't just yeah. dip your big toe in it. You know what I'm saying? You have to kind of dive in. And once you're in, it's all good. It's yeah. all good. I mean, like we're really getting scared of that, but the all or nothing is like, well, if I can't go to the gym, then fuck it. Like that's yeah. not how that we can't be like that. And that's the way to do it now. It's like the way that you're talking and the way that we're talking like community, don't take this as like, well, it's so easy for you guys to say you, ha- you live on routine. Like that didn't come easy for us. Like, mm-hmm. like we're coaches for a reason to help coach you on these yeah. things that, that you may think are easy for us. We they're challenging every single damn day of the week, no matter what day it is. Like Allie just said, like, I'm going to sit down and relax for a little bit. And guess what? She didn't like it. What you have to try it to see if you like it or not. And we're not saying, you know, go jump in the deep end today. We're saying, Hey, listen, make your bed, you yeah. know, something small, like make your bed, move for 20 minutes every hour or every two hours, you know, something small, stick to that because what you're going to do now for the next 30 days will really become that awesome habit. And that it will, you won't be able to live without it, you know? Right. And you learn so much from every like mess up, like full transparency. Like I just said, like, um, I struggle with binge eating, which I, I used to find so I just give me like imposter syndrome. It looks like I'm a nutritionist, right? I should have this perfect relationship with food and like, you know, have all my macros dialed in all the time and exercise all the time, all this kind of stuff. It should be perfect, which is just crap. We're still human. Right. Um, but like, yeah, like last night, like I was like, okay, I don't really like how that made me feel. And then I realized like, okay, I could maybe watch Netflix if I'm, you know, got most of my stuff done for the day or after dinner. I don't think me eating dinner and watching Netflix is a good combination because it's a mindless activity. I mean, and, and we talk about being mindful and like, not just like, or, you know, just being present at meals and that type of thing. So that's something I learned from last night, but I definitely, you know, and you, you learn from those types of things. Like you said, like try it out, see if it works for you. No, it didn't really serve me very well. Maybe I'll do it um, in a different way next time or something like that. Cause it's not going to say like, I'm never going to watch TV again. It's just um, knowing how, to really just optimize those things. So hundred percent. So going, keep going down this rabbit hole a little bit. What's one thing that you feel that you have changed since this lockdown, seeing that we're students being, being transparent here and you guys like, like, like Ali just said, like, and, and I'm over here, like raising my hand after everything you said, like, dude, I, I had pizza and beer the other day. Like it's all, it's all good. Like you can't keep up that facade, that, that fake of, 
you know, I'm perfect every single day. And you know, like we're, we're sitting here talking about having fun with your food and everything. I'm like, that's not being fun. Like that's not being fun. And, and we're saying, I mean, I'll say it. I mean, I'm sure I will say it too. Like you need to have fun with your food in order to even get to your goals. Like if you're strict as shit and you're doing everything strict, you're not going to get to your goal because you're putting so much more pressure on you. Is there anything that you've done differently since uh, this lockdown? I've done so much differently. So it's like, it's almost like, what can I do different? I'm always thinking now, like, yeah. I should probably write that book. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So many things. Um, I guess not super different. I've been, I've been very fortunate to rely on a really good meal service um, lately. So they've been actually doing all my meal prep for me. Nice. Like um, my fit foods, they're, I think they're about 45 minutes, but they deliver to our CrossFit gym. Um, so I've been really fortunate in that respect and they handle portion control and, you know, they have a pretty decent sized menu. So I'm not eating the same things necessarily every day. Um, and yeah, they have really good food, like salmon and like meatballs and zoodles and all the things. And so, um, so yeah, like not prepping my food has been great. Uh, it's probably the biggest change, but, um, probably just like getting out sideborne, getting more restorative movement has been a big increase. Cause like we kind of said earlier that, you know, transitioning to the home workouts was a little bit rough as far as like changing that schedule. I like to get it done earlier in the day now versus like, I used to like working out at five 30 with my friends. That's not an option anymore. So I need, I know I need to get it done um, sooner in the day. Um, and same thing. I've been actually, yeah, like running more with my dog in the morning just to make sure that he gets a good walk. Um, it doesn't tire him out, but um, yeah, probably, probably running and just shifting how, or my exercise routine and activity. Yeah, I think we I think we always have to like figure out what or what what our normal routine was and be like, okay, if I can't do that, obviously not replace it with something negative, but just replace it with something again positive and continue down that path. And one thing you had said, um, I digress a little bit to say to use this as kind of like a hard reset for a lot of people to, hey, what were you doing before that may have been really just fucking with your lifestyle? And I I know for a fact that you know a lot of people like to go out to eat quite a bit. And I know a lot of people use the weekends as an excuse to say, have the case of the fuckets and throw everything into the air and just kind of destroy any kind of forward momentum that, they, that they've had and wonder why they can't get where they want to get. And you guys, if, if those are things that like have really put you backwards or kind of like you don't like doing them, but you still go out and do them, guess what? You can't do them anymore. This is a time where you're at home. Everything's closed. What are you going to do? You're like, what are you going to do? I think that was... Really great, yeah. I think it's a really great point you you led into that that reset. Let's talk about that a little bit. What what do you think we can talk to the community about? Of like, hey, these resets, man. This this is real because we don't take time in our lifestyle to do these types of things. Like, you now yeah. have a time to do it. Like, mm -hmm. it's on you. Yeah. Well, I think um, choosing maybe like one positive thing and one negative thing that you want to kind of work on. So uh, for me, I, I kind of suck at going to bed at night. Um, and so I was trying on, I think I posted about this a little bit later, but looking for anchors in your day, um, and you know, like what really, cause people are having to create their new routine and they're kind of like, you know, not getting up early, not getting that type of stuff. And so for me, like that simple cup of tea after dinner has been such a strong, like anchor to my day. If I can nail that by like 8 PM, that kind of sets the tone for getting to bed at like 9:30 and not 9:30, 10 o'clock, um, and not like midnight. So that kind of like helps my bedtime routine stay, stay set. And then I'll get enough sleep. I can get up in the morning. I can, I have energy, that type of thing. And it sets the whole next day up for success 
versus, um, I don't know, I think a lot of people think, think that it starts like that morning, when really I feel like it's the night before that really kind of sets the tone for the next day. Um, and like doing Amen. Amen. Yeah. So looking for those anchors. So that was something, well, focusing on that one positive, one, you know, hydration, having tea, bedtime, that's so many positives in that kind of one habit. And then for me, that also uh, stops, you know, dinner time. And so it stops that mindless snacking after dinner. So that automatically takes out that negative thing without even having to focus on like, don't fuck up dinner, don't fuck up dinner. Yeah, don't fuck right. Up that stuff. It's like, no, just do this one thing. And so that simple kind of like daily assessment of implementing a positive thing or a negative thing, or, you know, taking out a negative thing is, has been so powerful for me. Um, and trying to get people to focus on that. And then, then they can kind of create that new routine that they're looking for just off of that, you know, those simple things. Yeah. I think it's a huge, huge, that's a wonderful idea for everyone to start doing, like really try to buckle down on the things you haven't been doing. I know. I love the fact that you brought up, um, the nighttime routine. I like, I, you're in my head. I, I don't like it. I don't like it. You're totally, you're answer biased. I swear to God, but I do believe 100%. I say it all the time. You know, um, nighttime routines lead to your morning routines. If you have a shit nighttime routine, how the hell are you going to get up in the morning and be confident in what you're doing? There's no way. Cause I'm just going to watch another episode. Next thing you know, it's midnight. Easy and you to go do. to bed and you're, you're still trying to get eight hours of sleep and like, no dude, you got to be at work at seven. You got to be up by five. Like, okay. It's a slow, you can maybe do that one or two nights. Once you yeah. start doing it, it's really easy to slip into that funk of now I can't sleep. So I'm gonna look back at my phone again. It's one of those things like shut it down. I think it's a great thing that you said too. like have something that initiates that shutdown, like yeah. mindless snacking with your tea. I think that's a great, great, great thing. I think another thing that I like to tell a lot of people too, is like, start shutting off the lights, start shutting off your electronics well before you know you should. So if you're looking at the clock and you're like, uh, 90 more minutes, we have 90 minutes, hour and a half to do I'm like hour and a half to do nothing. Shut yeah. it down. Shut it yeah. down. Cause you know, you're going to lay in bed for 15 to 20 minutes staring at the ceiling unless you're exhausted. And let's face it. If you're super exhausted and you're sleeping before your head, hits a pillow, then that's a whole nother topic we got to talk about. But, <laughs> but start, start like shutting that shit down early. Like really try it. This is a perfect time to try it. Now is the time to try it. Maybe it works for you. Maybe it doesn't. But what happens if you start going to bed a little earlier and start waking up a little bit, and I start feeling a little bit better. And oh, I'm getting a little bit more sleep, and I'm not on my phone as much. And you know, yeah. I'm hitting, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm hitting silence on my phone. I'm not getting any texts until I wake up in the morning, which is wonderful. If you're not doing that, please start doing that. Your phone should not be going off in the middle of the night, especially like if you have a smartwatch or anything that buzzes. I'm like, dude, that's, like I'm in the same boat. Like, how, yeah. like how many times have you laid in bed and all of a sudden this buzzes? You're like, son of a bitch, you know? Yeah. And you look, <laughs> you're like, I didn't turn my phone off. But that's another, yeah. that's, that's another great point too. If you sleep with the watch on to actually see what kind of uh, the good sleep you've had and what kind of like what's going on there in your in restorative sleep, if you have your watch on you guys, your phone has to go off or else you're going to start waking up. Okay. And it's just one bad domino effect after another, you know? I think that's a great thing too. Try something, try something. If you're yeah. really wanting to do something more, do that one thing more. And if you're really trying to get rid of a negative, get rid of the fucking negative. I mean, like how much more can we say on that topic? Right. Absolutely. I mean, just doing that little assessment and like getting, or, you know, going back to that atomic habits book, they have, uh, I think it's a habit scorecard. And he's like, take kind of like an inventory or an audit of your day. Like literally like step-by-step step, go through your entire day. Is that a positive habit? Is that a negative habit? Is it neutral? That type of thing. And yeah, just little things like not checking my phone right away in the morning. Cause then you're just like hit with all the news and you're just like all the pressure and you're like, Oh, it kind of, kind of sets your mindset. I almost steals it for that morning. So um, just those little things and they can make such a big difference. 
Yeah. Something as simple as that too. And like, we say that's a simple thing. I know because a lot of people really, that's just a habit, right? That's a, that's a habit you probably should be able to break. Um, it's a good time to try to break that habit, but waking up in that negative space, dude, it's so much harder to get out of that once you're in it than opposed to like, I'm not going to look at my phone, check my email. I'm going to get up, go right to the kitchen, either work out right away on the treadmill or just go eat right away and then get in the shower and get ready and then check my phone. If you start doing those little things now and the guys, like we keep saying like a broken, like a broken record. Now is the, now is the time to try to do it. I mean, literally, if you want to add more greens or a smoothie into your nutrition, do it. If you want to start time blocking, try it. We talk about time blocking all the time. And a lot of people are like, oh, it seems so tedious. Well, now's the time to give it a go because you have nothing else really going on. You know, if, I understand if you have to work from home and you still got to put your eight, nine, 10 hours in. But even with that, like you're at home, I know you're looking around a little bit more. You're probably snacking a little bit more. Now's the time to time, try to like time block that out. Do you have, do you talk time blocking a lot with your clients, Al? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Cause I think just like tracking our food, right? If you don't know where your time is going and I fall into this trap every now and then too, I'll get frustrated. Like, oh, I didn't get this project done or whatever. And then I look back at my schedule. It's like, I already have myself scheduled for everything else from like eight to five. No wonder I didn't get it done. Like I didn't, I didn't put it on my schedule. Of course. I just said like a block of like work on stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't specific. It's like, no shit. I didn't get it done. Um, And so that can alleviate a lot of frustration um, with people as well. And I think, yeah, it just, because they're like, Oh, I didn't go, you know, grocery shopping or meal prepping or whatever. It's like, break it down. They don't, they just put like this one thing, like go shopping and prep food for like one hour. It's like, you're not going to get that done. Like, don't, it's not going to happen. And same thing with like, you're working out, especially now. It's just like, put it down. Like you go to a CrossFit class. Like I'm going to work out at 10 o'clock this morning. And that's when I show up. And actually that's been something I've been doing with my CrossFit gym. And I do this more for my own accountability than for them. Um, But I'll post like, okay, going to Facebook or, you know, doing a Facebook live at 10 o'clock for our, you know, 10 o'clock CrossFit class. And so people can join in and if they want to, and I'll take them through the full class or um, they can watch it back later. And that way they get it done in an hour. They can follow along right with me. I'll go over all the movements, talk about modifications and stuff like that. And it's really more for myself because then if I go to, the, you know, if you go to your garage or whatever and to, to work out, it's like, well, I, you know, a 30 minute workout might actually take me like 90 minutes by the time I stop like wasting time, procrastinating, all that kind of stuff. So it keeps me on track. Um, plus it was really entertaining the other day cause they watched me try to figure out if I could do double unders on my, um, patio and I can't because <laughs> the deck above me is too short. So I whipped the shit out of myself trying to figure that out, but the provide some free entertainment as well, but that was a highlight. <laughs> I think that's perfect too. I think with that all comes like, um, you know, putting your food down at the right times. You know, if you have a, if you have a problem with snacking, like hell, you know what? If you want to have a snack, go for it, but just make it, make those other things like a non-negotiable, you know, just as long as you're sticking to those core values of your day, you really can't fail. And I think now's the time to really nail that, nail that last nail, put that last nail in the coffin. Um, but I know I talked to you before um, we got on air and I just want to let the community know that Allie has something special for all of you for her services. Al, what is that? Yeah. Um, so anybody who would like to work on their digestion or has some like specific questions about that type of stuff or just been dealing with some stuff. Um, happy to, you know, thank you for, you know, giving me your time and allowing me to come and talk to you. Um, 50% off the first month. Um, if you want to investigate that, I also have a bunch of resources. Um, I do free calls with anybody who, you know, wants to talk nutrition. We love this stuff. We love providing education and value to people. So if you have any questions at all, just reach out. Um, I do have a poop guide 
Um, yes. It's called, <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, how to make shit happen every day. Your guys, yes. I just move bowel movement. Ah, puns on puns. Um, um, yeah, so that's free to download on my website. Um, you can just, yeah, just, if you sign up for my newsletter, you should get a link to download that. So those are some things to make sure that people are going to the bathroom every day. Um, yeah, and it's full of fun, uh, puns as well. So. <laughs> awesome. More, <laughs> more poop talk, community. More, more poop, poop talk. talk. Awesome. Ellie, where can, thank you so much for your time today. I really do appreciate it. Time is so precious. I know it's one, one commodity that we can never get back and your energy as well. I really do appreciate you coming on and giving the community and myself a lot of time and energy today. You were awesome and wonderful and beautiful to talk to. Where can everybody find you? What platforms are on? What's the easiest way to get a hold of you? Um, Instagram is probably uh, where I'm at mostly. Um, Allie.parksidenutrition. Um, but yeah, newsletters, um, my website, Parkside Nutrition, um, Facebook community as well. Um, there's a free, free gut health, um, community. And so I'll pop in there just working on habits, routine, gut health point of view, or, you know, points and stuff like that. So yeah, lots, lots of places, but Instagram is probably the best one. Shoot me, shoot me a message or an email, Allie at parksidenutrition.com. Happy to talk to anybody about whatever they're going through. See if I can help. Awesome. Thanks for that. And you guys, she does put a lot of content out. I'm having a hard time actually nip at, nipping at your heels to try to keep up with how much content you're putting out. Oh, you're actually, you're yeah, actually sur surpassing Whatever. me big time. <laughs> I got to try to keep up with you. But you guys, thank you, community. Again, thank you so, so, so much for your time and your energy. And like we always like to say, without you, this podcast would not be possible. Without you, I would not be a coach. And without you guys, Allie and I would have never met and this conversation would have never been had. So thank you so, so much. Please take a screenshot of your favorite part. Share it to your story. Tag Allie and myself. We will show you love right back for the great generosity that you guys have done for us today. And you guys, once again, five-star rating would be awesome. And you guys go follow Allie and everything that she's doing. Get on her newsletter. Take advantage of her gift, that 50% off first month that she just gave you guys. That will be, all this information will be in the podcast notes. And that 50% uh, off is going on forever and just go ahead and hit her up and she will take care of you guys so al thank you so 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 much for coming on during this quarantine time dude i really appreciate you absolutely thank you so much for having me this was a blast awesome dude you're more than welcome you have a wonderful day hon i'll talk to you soon all right